Ujjayi, everybody. This is another episode of the Gate of Gates podcast. We're happy to be with you guys here for another episode. So before we get started, as you know, as we always do, we like to acknowledge the forces in the non-material, all the forces that be ancestors, deities, genies, entities, whatever it be. But we'd like to give a special acknowledgement to Master Nanaba Lamusamor Denebig, who is the founder of the Earth Center. And we'd also like to acknowledge your ancestors, my ancestors, his ancestors, his ancestors, and all the ancestors who fought, died, and you know, are there waiting for their descendants to take charge. So without that, uh, without further ado, we're gonna get into our topic today. Today we have a very special guest, a very, very special guest. So, my name is Kajiz Riemann Psychopter, and this is... Ibtehudi Herkwapti. And our guest is... Ezekiel. So, Ezekiel, hey, it's very good to have you on the show, because as you know, we had some prior discussions, and I said it would be good for you to share your story to the world, right? So, yeah. I just want to ask you a question. How old are you? I'm 21. I just turned 21, October 13. Young buck. Yeah. Pretty young, right? So, your story is very interesting because for somebody who's 21, you've lived a very full life, I would say. You've, you've done things that seem to be very, um, very, you know, up there that most people in their 50s, 70s would dream of so really can can you tell us your story about what transpired on your journey your spiritual path mm. all right he said all right it's <laughs> <laughs> like well you see <clears throat> so like he said i'm ezekiel um i was born and raised in jamaica queens new york and basically i'm gonna just start off here so my mother, my father, they ended up splitting. Um, my mother, she had her own beliefs. My father had his own beliefs. And me, I was um, with my mother when they split. So my mother, she was a person who was always interested into like the mysteries of society, like um, the society falling in America. And she was into like Babylon and like the church and the Bible, so she was into a lot of different things and she exposed me to a lot of different things when I was young. Um, I can remember things when I was like about 13, having conversations with my mother, talking about like, yeah, the chip is gonna come, um, yeah. Babylon's falling, mark the of the beast. The chip? Yeah, you know, you know, like in the Bible, so like it's the mark of the beast and you get in your, your arm and they said once you take that chip, then, um, you basically get marked and stuff like that. They said that in the Bible. So basically like religious conspiracy theories. Yeah, yeah, basically conspiracy theories. Make sure you, the mic's up close to you. Yeah, so basically just conspiracy theories and her exposing me to these things like at a very young age, it just opened my eyes to a lot of different things. She spoke about like um, the celebrities, um, like being in Illuminati, different things, like different things. She was a very like, thought about a lot of different things and she always had this idea of seeing us go to like Guyana that's where my family's from so when when she introduced this idea to me like yeah we need to escape the system we need to go into Guyana because the system's gonna fall 
things like that. Money's no longer going to be a thing. It's going to be digital currency. She used to tell me this about like 13, 14, 15, um, all my younger years. So when she told me these things, like at first I wasn't really interested in doing it. I was really like, I was more in the system. I was more Americanized. Like I was still like, I just wanted to like stay where I was at. So then my sister now, my sister, she's, she's like three years younger than me. Right now she's 18. She just turned 18. I'm 21. And her and my mother, they used to like watch different spiritual videos. That's when they, after that phase of like conspiracy theories, they just went to more to more to like learning different things. First it was crystals, then it was astrology, and then it was just like being in nature and like doing certain things. I just saw them like sitting outside in nature some days, and I was just inside. I was playing video games. This was when I was like 16. I was just inside playing video games and things like that. So then, this is where things get interesting. So now my, my sister, right, I told you she's three years younger than me. When I was, um, I would say 17, she just turned 15. And she came across this video called How to Escape Babylon. Now, this video, <laughs> yeah, it was literally How yeah, to Escape Babylon. <laughs> hold on, it was like an instruction manual video. It was an instruction. It was like a step-by-step-by-step yes. process of How to Escape Babylon. Yes. Step one. Step one. And it was by, as you guys may know, Nature Boy. So this is where things get very interesting. Um, so the video was basically saying, like, yeah, you got to let go of all your attachments that you have in America. You got to sell everything. You got to um, eat organic foods. You got to um, be around the people who's on your frequency. Let go of your family. This was um, things I was said, like, let go of your Babylon family, which was said, your um, people that's no longer on your frequency and step into people who's like on your frequency, family's frequency, different things like that. So just like let go of the people who is holding you back. Um, go off of faith. That was a thing that was said. Go um, off of quit faith. Quit your job. Yeah, quit your job. Go off of faith. Quit your job. Live within your purpose, which was with something that he told us was like, yeah, you go online, you teach. You teach what uh, the dollars that he's putting out, and then you go online and you make videos basically like every day, and that's now your purpose. So doing that. Sounds like, like a pyramid scheme to me. <laughs> yeah, right? Make videos for me every day. Yeah, and you shout him out every day. Every, shout on me out. every video, you shout him out. Don't forget to leave a hashtag yeah. and, and tag me. Literally. Literally, yeah. And then make sure you give me 20%. <laughs> so, now, as you guys know, um, the video was by Nature Boy. So, Why you say his name so low? <laughs> because everyone knows. Like, Don't everyone come for has, me, bro. Yeah, everyone knows. You know, we're going to ta- tag him in this, by the way. He's in jail. Oh, he's in jail? Yeah. Even better. For real? Yes. <laughs> no, I'm yeah, kidding. For real? I'm just yes, he's in jail right what now. What are you going to jail for? I don't know. He still, he still hasn't gotten the full trial. Wow. Why is he in jail? What happened? You look it up. You could tell me. He got. He's in jail right now because for a rape charge. Wow. Okay. okay. That went dark very yeah. fast. That's why that's what I'm saying the name. I'm saying in a very low tone because... Let's continue. Okay. Yeah. Yes, please. All right, so boom. 
like I said, my sister, she came across the videos about Nature Boy, How to Escape Babylon. And in this moment in time, like, things was getting shaky in my in my life. Like, um, I was about, like, I think I was turning 17. And this was a time where um, I wasn't really, like, this was a time where I ha didn't have much friends at that time. Like, I used to have a lot more friends. I kept moving from place to place. Like, I used to live in New York. Then we moved to North Carolina. And in North Carolina, that's when all that stuff started happening by, like, introducing us to different knowledge, um, Nature Boy, things like that. So then my sister, she showed me the video. And when I first saw it, I was like, like, I started to, like, resonate. Like, I'm going to be real. Like, I'm going to speak from my past self. Like, I'm going to speak from where I was. At. Like, I was resonating. I was like, yo, word. Like, I see they in the jungle. I'm seeing, like, eating organic foods. I'm like, word. Like, I'm trying to be out there, too. Like, I'm starting to see. I've seen a group of black people, millennial people coming together. I'm like, oh, word. Like, yeah, like, I'm starting to, I'm starting to see it. So I'm like, all right, cool. This is what we're going to do. So then, like, we ended up, the, the process was, like, you make an Instagram, and then you make your name, um, Thing was, it was at the time it was immortal dot. My name was immortal dot Ezekiel. Wait, you said the process. So yeah, this the is process. this is part of escaping Babylon. Yeah. Like escaping Babylon 101. Yeah. Make an Instagram and then you have to put immortal yeah. as part of your name. Yeah, and put him in your in your bio. Shout him out on every video. Basically, like the logic was like you make videos, you add on to the frequency, and the frequency feeds his you. frequency. Yeah, his frequency. And the frequency will like feed let, you, feed you, or let you get to the places that you want to be. So that was the logic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I had my Instagram. My mother had my sister had my the Instagram. My mother had the Instagram. So the first people who was Your like mom was involved. Yes. Dang. Yeah, she was in it. Uh, the story is very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Let's get to the meat. Yeah. Wait, who got to it first? You or your my mom? sister. Your sister first. She was the first. And then she told my mom. And, and then she told your mom. my sister told me. Mm -hmm. I was the last one because I was like more like I was kinda like society. Like I like clothes. I like I like certain things. I like yeah. I like I like technology. I was all in the video game world. Like I was playing games like every day, all mm -hmm. night. You what know? was your game? I used to play 2K a lot. 2K, okay. I used to play this game on my iPad called Critical Ops. I literally had an iPad on this, and I'm just calling. I'm on the headphones on, talking to a whole bunch of people all over the world. Sure, sure. Pew, 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 you know what I'm saying? Like, and within, in your mom, like, where, like, what's her background? Where did she, where, was she religious before? Were her parents religious? religious? Yeah, she was religious. She was Hebrew-Israelite. Hebrew-Israelite. She That's Guyanese. how you got the name, Ezekiel? Yeah, from the Bible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So she was she was uh, religious. She was a uh, um, she was just like a like whatever like it was just a lot of different things out there. Mm -hmm. She was just like you know like whatever like basically like free open minded person. Sure, it's, sure. it's it's normal. Yeah. Most people who are religious like when they start to leave religion, mm -hmm. they don't really know what to like go to anymore because there's nothing like sustaining them. Like mm -hmm. there's no stability, so they yeah. kind of just grab at every single thing that they can find, everything that mm -hmm. they can see. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That sounds like that's what happened to yeah. you know your mom. Mm -hmm. Basically. So, so, with that being said, what was your childhood like with a mom like that? My childhood, to be honest, it was like when I was really young. Before, like I was sixteen. Like before, when I was like probably like thirteen, twelve, ten. All those years, like I was very much restricted. Like I couldn't really go outside. Um, 
like I wanted to like play outside for my friends, you know. But I only got to go outside for a certain period of time when the sun goes down. If my grades were bad, like I had to go back inside. Cause this was when like when I was in school, when I was in North Carolina, like I was very advanced, especially in math. I was very advanced. And when I was in sixth grade, I was doing work that was in ninth grade. I was way ahead of my class. They had to put me into like a, a small classroom with a couple of people to do those things. And my mom, she was very hard on me with it because she really wanted me to like succeed in um, school and stuff like that. But This was before she became anti-system. Yeah, this was before. Yeah. So when that happened, like... I was just, yeah, I was restricted, but she, she definitely cared for me. Like, she definitely, like, put me in positions where um, like I can thrive. And um, eventually, we moved to New York. And this was during the spiritual journey. Like, we moved back to New York. So, let me backtrack now. So, childhood. Like I said, I was in I was advanced in my um, in my schooling, and when I didn't um, get good grades, I would be um, in home. So after a while, like my sister, my mother, they they just um like be like her being a very open-minded person. She just exposed me to a lot of things when I was very young. I was very young, and um, it just made me like just just have an open mind at a very young age. Like, she used to introduce me to, like, entrepreneurship. She also, also like, tried to tell me, like, be an entrepreneur. Because she, she was an entrepreneur. She only did hair. And she used to make a living just doing hair for a very long time, for 20 years. And she was very successful at it. So she would always, like, put that in my mind. To be an entrepreneur, to think for yourself, to um, go for financial freedom and things like that. So... Back to the back to the the roadmap of like the journey of how everything played out. So, like I said, they showed me the videos of Nature Boy his and his people was outside the jungle eating fruits uh, with a lot of different people, a lot of different women. Um, That's what captivated your attention the, the most. Woman, yeah. The women, <laughs> yes. he's like, hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> I think woman. I likes me one of them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh yeah, another step was um, you had to remove all your weave, you, had to, you can't eat no unnatural foods, you had to remove your weave, you had to let your hair grow naturally, this is when I had freeform locks, you saw me when I had freeform locks, that's where it started, was from from that whole, the whole journey of mm -hmm. the nature boy, the journey of, yeah, so it started with freeform locks. That was the uh, time where I was able to, like, like that's when all the restrictions that I had as a child started to be released, like, during this time period. And then I dropped out of school. And your mother was okay with this? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, so... It's interesting. I it's, like, the difference. It's, like, she was very strict here, and then all of a sudden, she has some kind of awakening mm -hmm. that the system is the system, and then... Poof. Yeah. No more. Strict in school, no more school after that. Yeah. Literally. So, so it's basically just yeah. whatever. Everything was given at that point. Mm -hmm. Everything was free range. I'm just yeah. looking up Nature Boy right now. He, you he, never knew about him, did you? No, nah, I never nah. I never <laughs> knew about him. But he wears like a Native American like headdress. He's confused, yeah. bro. Yeah. He's mm -hmm. confused. <clears throat> Interesting. 
he's very very confused it's again one of those things where people just take a bits and pieces from all over the world and they just mm. put it together in their own weird mm-hmm. kind of amalgamation system and of where, spirituality where, and where was he like where did he reside like where was he like all these photos i'm seeing in the jungle like where is this it was it's in many different places many different places oh he yeah. was he wasn't in just one spot no because okay. he kept getting kicked out of like different countries and he kept getting kicked out of different yeah, countries for yeah. what how did he even get on like the government watch list because um i don't remember exactly the other reasons why but it's online but the okay. reason when i was there which is farther into the stories where, where were you though i was in hawaii with them you were in, oh so you didn't go to costa rica because i know i went to costa rica by myself i didn't go with them though so when you first did the escape babylon 101 with your mom and your sister mm. you guys didn't go meet him in costa rica no we went to hawaii okay yeah. okay then this is when we went to hawaii so now when we get to hawaii and who was his master or was he the master he was the master and where did he where does he proclaim that he received the knowledge that he professes is like the way from nature from from nature yeah which is what he said what do you say said nature is god and he said he's god so he's and he said everything god. is god and that <laughs> the information comes from the dna within the genetic code that's what he said and he said to unlock it you have to cleanse your body eat healthy eat organic foods GMO foods and that's that's where he said the knowledge came from okay continue it's right. like this is <laughs> I'm just looking at these photos right here alright so look listen fam. listen 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 so would you have joined Intuity I don't know it doesn't look like they accept uh, my uh, <laughs> they had, they flavor had white of cappuccino too. they had white people there yes. you lying yes For they real? did yes <laughs> Yes, they did. So white people joined his his thing. Yeah, but I but thought it was like a, a melan melanated people only, like melanated. He was teaching that like all people are melanated. Mm. Just had different hues. Okay, he had that right. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, yeah. So okay. now I'm feeling better about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I see why you say that. <laughs> Anyways, go yeah. on. Uh, so boom, then um. We made the Instagram and stuff like that. So then, like, out of nowhere, like, he followed, uh, like, me and my sister. And at the time, like, we was just, like, very, like, infatuated. I could say, like, very, like, oh, my God. Like, he reached out. Like, Baba, that was his name. It was Baba G at the moment. Was, I thought his name was Calego the Christ. His name was Eligio. His name was Baba G. His name was Nature Boy. His name was Three Guys. It's all changing, 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 changing the names. Wow. But look, so this guy's bipolar. We got to Hawaii. Basically, um, nah, it was a process first. First, he reached out to us. He saw us making videos. We were shouting him out on every video. He <laughs> was shouting him out. It was like, <laughs> I see a white boy. Okay, like, this guy. Here it was here. like, it was like, shout out to the Most High Chief Baba G. <laughs> In every video, it would do like this. So you had to call him Chief. <laughs> yes. Chief of what? Chief of, chief of the earth. <laughs> <laughs> chief Keith. He was chiefing on something. Chief of the earth. He was. 
Yo, <laughs> please continue. Uh, this so is, boom. This is date. Da- Let me just say this real quick. I'm this is very here. dangerous. <laughs> this is so dangerous because I. You know what? Just continue. Uh, you gotta so give boom. some context later, son. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I will give it all. I will give it all. Please. So then, we get we get the message from him, and he reached out. He just I see how the other thing with the woo. Then this was the time when we was like trying to still escape Babylon. So then we reached out like, yo, like we trying to go where you at, and. He was in Hawaii at the time, and he basically gave us a process. He said, you got to pass this test. And the test was based on the knowledge that he had like put together from different, different areas like quantum physics, astrology, biology, melanin, and grounding. So did you guys receive test materials to study from? Just just the videos was the test materials. Like just they, his videos. No, nah, not just he had like people in his tribe and they would like go on a whiteboard, they would like teach they he would teach them and then they would teach like like classes on like quantum physics. They'll have a whole class, an hour long class. And I'll sit there and I'll watch all of them. I'll take notes. I was very like in this shit. In this so shit. so you can you create a quantum computer right now? Not a quantum computer. So what 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 were they teaching in quantum physics? So basically, they was teaching that um, the basic building blocks of life is like that atom, and the atom is composed. Yeah, atom. He also said that to atom, atom, and he said that um, he said that the observers affect. He was basically saying like the observer. You know about observers affect like how you observe something and that particle changes from. Uh, a wave to a particle based on you observing something you'll say like all right when you observe something that thing basically exists because of your observation and when you don't observe it it only exists as a potential reality and he's basically saying that like through that 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 we're he's literally saying that like you're god because things won't exist unless you observe it you're the creator of your reality so so hold on hold on hold on, hold on. <laughs> so if i don't observe the people in china they don't exist. That's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that, that's what he said. He said everybody is one, and everything mm. is everything else is an illusion. Everything around you is an illusion, and everything separated from you is an illusion. Who is Kayla Reed? Kayla Reed. I don't know. Do you know that person? Nah, I ain't never heard of that person. Oh, you're really here researching. But yeah, now I am. Who's Kayla Reed? Well, I was surprised by this topic, but now I'm looking more into it. Evidently, Kayla Reed is a, a Canadian. Um, who was there was like a missing persons report and evidently she was in the uh some of the nature boy videos and oh, there's a bunch of research there yeah there's a bunch of articles like she's coming home she's going to be safe she was on these videos and she's all right she's not missing so it's, a, it's very I don't interesting know that lady. okay how long yeah. ago was this mm, 2017 and she still ain't home no I, she, I don't know you don't know. Hopefully. Hopefully. Well, okay. send all the praise to facts. So back to this quantum physics idea. So yeah. let's say I'm in my car and I'm driving, hmm. right? Now, I'm not paying attention to Ibtahuti and Ibtahuti's life per se. Not to say I don't care about Ibtahuti, but in that moment, I'm driving, I'm doing my work, I'm not necessarily or particularly observing Ibtahuti. Does that mean Ibtahuti does not exist? 
does that mean he's an illusion? Based on what he said, he says that Ipsahuti is just a, a potential like reality that exists within your mind. And when you decide to observe him as an actual thing, that's when he becomes concrete reality. And that it said that with everything. <laughs> and he said that life is a holographic universe. And that... It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> yeah. But honestly, like, when I, when I really, like, when I, as I, like, grown a little bit more in my life, as I aged a little bit more, like, I seen, like, how that became a poison in my mind. Like, it was at times where, like, I didn't really treat people as people. Like, I didn't really care at all because everyone is an illusion in my mind. I was God. So I didn't care. Um... I let people. I just left. I, I left my um, my ex at the time. I left her, and I didn't care because I was God. I didn't care. Um, I left my family. I didn't care because I was God. I didn't care about nobody because I was God. I was saying, and no one else existed. And now, as life become more real, I'm like, damn. Like the shit that I did still exists. Like you know what I'm saying. Like it doesn't really get erased. Like it's like. Like, I wasn't treating people as human beings, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was just, like, nothing didn't really matter to me. Like, how people, like, anything, like, put the people through crisis through based on things that I wanted to go through, based on my own my own process and my own journey. I didn't really care about nobody, you know what I'm saying? So, I see how that was a poison, just having that belief that, like, everyone really is an illusion, and you don't really live life like you like you just live life like you floated every single day that's how it felt like it was just like nothing was concrete nothing really mattered so everyone is illusion you know but back into the story so we end up getting a test um about astrology biology quantum physics melanin grounding me being the person that I am, I really study, 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 study. So even to the point now, if you ask me certain questions about these things, I'll tell you about what I learned. But obviously, as you guys see, like I'm in a different place right now. I'm learning different materials. So I'm not really like living on those principles, but I know them. So we basically got a test and I got a 94. Five or four. My sister, she got ninety-eight. Like she, she, she excelled in it because she, she was the first person who got into it. So she was very like passionate about it. Then I became passionate about it, and then eventually, like my mother, she was like an iffy outie. But me and my sister, like we were just like pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it, pushing it. That she, my mother, she also ended up taking the test. So she got like an eighty something, and. <coughs> When we first, like, after we passed the test, that he gave us instructions. He's like, all right, now you guys got to sell everything and bring everything to the pot, basically. The, pot? the tribe pot. Yeah. The tribe pot. Tribe pot. Like, everything. <laughs> all like, the literally money. everything. Like, everything, everything you sold, all your money, all your possessions, you, it puts in a pot yeah. for the tribe. Yeah. And then you smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Basically, right? Basically, 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 you smoke it. Basically, because so you guys took all that money and bought drugs. Do you no, no, have no, no, to? No. We couldn't smoke there. We couldn't smoke. Is there. it requisite for you not to wear a shirt? 
Because all the pictures I see, no one's wearing you could, shirts. You could now. Or is it just I was only there for three days. Oh, really? Yeah, I was only there for three days. Three so days. That's what, it. What about? I I thought you said people there were like naked. There wasn't like there was a houses at Airbnb. People was like just walking around naked. Hmm. Like the only time it would be naked, I never seen it. But if you be naked, you just usually outside. But usually. The the like clothing that he says to wear is just like wraps it like free clothes and things that's not really restricted on your body. So you see a lot of women with like wraps. You see a lot of men with like you know those like lappers. Yeah, those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um they'll have on like this regular this like this is like kind of tribal clothing like tribal or like their perception native. of tribal yeah. clothing. So exactly, why, exactly. Why were you only there for three days? So now this is where we this is where we jump it into the story. So oh, before before yeah, that, I feel like I'm skipping. I really want to know good. what really was it that truly led to this kind of thinking. Like what what was the emotions behind this decision to take everything, sell all your possessions, and then to move out into this unknown jungle with this unknown guy who's basically telling you how he's going to start to dictate your life. Like, what was really the thought process behind that? The emotion was I wanted to become powerful. I wanted to obtain power. I wanted to obtain spiritual power. I wanted to become more knowledgeable. I was very insecure at that time. And I saw that this person was telling me, love yourself, telling me that you that you can love your mother, you can accept yourself, you can let your free forms go, you can um, be yourself authentically, you can love yourself and... That was the things that really, like, it drew an emotional charge in me because I was in a low place in my life. Like, I was just on video games. I wasn't really, I wasn't dealing with women at that time. I was a virgin at the time. I was still young. So, like, someone's, like, older than me that's, like, putting all this, like, instilling certain things in me. I literally yell on the camera, like, so, you are God. I'm God. Like, we're God. So, do you, Saying, was your father in your life at no. all? So mm. That's a big, big, big big reason why all of this happened uh-huh so you, you think you were looking for that father figure maybe yes because even even when even through all of that like it felt as if like he was a different he was like another father to me that I didn't have and that's another thing that drew like me and emotionally which is why like even now like i know shit is rough i'm not supposed to like it gets crazy as hell but still a part of me, like, they got reached a deep part of me that still even touches my emotional channel now, still. If niggas will call me up right now, it will touch a certain emotional channel within me. And I'm being so serious. And that's why, like, this shit is dangerous. You know what I said? Because mm-hmm. it really, it really touched a deep part of me. You feel me? Like, my father was not there. But this, this guy who was mm-hmm. there in the times where I was in my lowest state. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the journey was crazy. Like, niggas wilding outside and stuff like that. It was a part of my journey. And me going through that, like, it allowed me to, like, really just accept myself. Even though it was in a fucked up way. Like, that, all that shit I went through, I did accept different parts of myself. But even now, I'm still not. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still nervous to come out of podcasts and stuff like that. I'm still not perfect but i definitely i'm here to move on from that part of my life and that's the that's the main reason why i'm on this podcast right now i'm Mm -hmm. trying to speak 
from what I went through, what I was going through, my mindset, and I'm just trying to move on from my life because, like, going through all of that, like, put me in a position where, like, I didn't have nothing. You know what I'm saying? But let's go into the story some more. So we passed the test, and he had two of his people come come to us to pick up to um, pick up the the money. Actually, yeah, they came to pick up the money that we had sold cash. His name was Musa. Yeah, Musa and like um, Mansa Musa. Yeah, Mansa Musa. And also another thing was he had to change your name. Now I just remember. So his name was Musa. And the other guy's name was I forgot his name, but did you get a new name? I changed my name to um Zay first. Zay first. And then Osiris. Osiris. Your name was Osiris. I changed my name to Osiris. <laughs> it's blasphemy. <laughs> I changed my name to Osiris. I changed my name to Osiris. I want to be a god. So my name was Osiris. So back is the story. So now they came, they picked up the money. Um, they was here for like a couple hours and then they left. So then we ended up it's getting tickets. cannot hold back his laughter. Let, let it out, bro. Let it out. The spies. Let it out. <laughs> Can you guys hear me? The spies at Temple of Anu watching this are like, why not? Yeah. They're like, why not? Yeah. We are gods. This guy. Yeah. So boom. Now we, we get a ticket. Now we're going to Hawaii, right? We we get to Hawaii, and there was basically two Airbnbs. Um, there was a it was at the time it was probably like almost thirty people in the tribe, so it was like split between two people. Um, Nation, well, he wasn't in the temple. I, I think mean, I think that goes uh, against the Airbnb. the Airbnb guidelines. I know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Wait, they were clearly. renting. They were renting an Airbnb, or was there? It was renting it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was whatever, bro, whatever. Mm-hmm. So it was me, my sister, and my mother. Yeah, me, my sister, and my mother. We all went. So my mother ended up coming because we started convincing her. Come, we started like, now I started getting to our head. We started saying whatever we want to our mother, like. Like it was just like me especially. I was really lighting a fire under my mother, which I wish I did it like do it in such a way. But I was very just like get all your shit like really study like I was just like pushing her, pushing her, pushing her, pushing her, pushing her, pushing her, like yeah. So we ended up getting to Hawaii, and when we got there, a guy named Tron. He still I just don't know Tron. Tron. He also left too, but his name was Tron. And he was the first person who greeted us. And basically, the first like thing that happens is that you you basically get your bags checked because people came into the the camp with like like burnt ashes and weird shit. People came in, so they check out bags and anything unnatural. They say you gotta leave it. Burnt ashes of yeah, what? Of like their grandmother or something. Oh god. Yeah. So what? Yeah. What? That's what they told us. And- what the hell were they gonna do with it? I don't know. That was just, these random people. On were Instagram they about coming. the cremation stuff? Is that cremation? Is that a part? No, of someone like who was trying to join the place. They came okay. with burnt ashes that they saw that, and that after that they started checking people's bags to see what they they bring it. Mm-hmm. So we basically they had to throw away like anything we had unnatural. Like I think we had petroleum jelly. We had to throw it away before we come in. Anything that had like too much ingredients. 
You have to throw it away. Any unnatural things, you have to throw it away before you go into the place. So it's a place about escaping Babylon. Yeah. But they rent Airbnbs. Yeah. And they obviously have passports because they get plane tickets to go to other countries once they get kicked out. Yeah. And they ask you to bring all your money. Yeah. To fund keeping... Going to Airbnb, to be honest, just going to Airbnbs and but buying so food. Yeah. But so you have to pay the system still to escape the system. Yeah, in my, Babylon. My question. Yeah. My question is: Were you guys like growing food? Did you have animals? No, you were buying food. And this is where this is where it's gonna go into a whole different segment of okay. why I started to do one thing. Mm-hmm. So when you get to Hawaii, really I want to let's let's not veer off the story though, because yeah. and then we can go into questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just got there. I just got. They there. checked your bags. Checked the bags. Mm-hmm. So now we did. So the first person I saw was Tron. Then we came in. We walk in. This was at the airport. You saw Tron. No, this was at the Airbnb. We already passed the airport. We did already, you? Oh, did you meet you them? Up? Yeah. Did you meet them at the airport? Who picked this up again? I think. Oh, yeah, we did get picked up. It was, his name started with a T, I don't remember. Was he they, wearing a shirt? He was wearing a shirt, yes. <laughs> yes, they picked us up. They was wearing a shirt. Okay. But, yeah, they picked us up in the um, at the airport, and they drove us, like, through the jungle. This is the first time I've been in, like, a tropical place. I just remember being, like, like a whole bunch of trees. You just, you just got the windows open. You just hear a whole bunch of, like, nature sound, just like, chirp, chirp, chirp. Where in Hawaii were you? We was in, um... I forgot the name, but it was Was it Main Island or it was a it was no it was smaller island. Smaller island. It wasn't the main island though. It was more deep. It was like a when we got the way they could do what they were doing on a main island. Nah. So boom. For sure. So boom. This is what happened, right? So we we getting drove there, stuff like that. And then we got to the we got to the place, like I said, we saw Tron. He had removed the things that we had was unnatural, like we had petroleum jelly and stuff like that. And that I, I just remember seeing like this big ass like because we in hawaii so i just remember seeing this like big ass like cockroach like one of the big flying shits like run across the wall like outside of the the airbnb but then when we get in the airbnb i see every i see like a lot of different people that i've seen online and stuff like that and of course i was just young so i wasn't really saying much i just greet everybody um the energy was like it was calm it was it was all right nature boy he wasn't there I just remember like a couple of the guys they were sitting there and then they was videos on the TV and they were just sitting there like watching the videos and stuff like that. So when we got in, the place was pretty clean. Um, then they assigned us like rolls the next, I don't know, we went to sleep and then um, we was all sleeping on the floor in the Airbnb and they said like the logic between us like sleep on the floor, ground to the earth, connect and clear your um, your, um like this ease within the body so just like well, that's not the all the way wrong yeah i'll still sleep on the floor right now but not based on like you know yeah i just been sleeping on the floor like, you know what I'm saying? like grounding like for me but we was all sleeping on the floor so next day we woke up and they assigned us to like they had like uh, a, a hierarchy like so they had like team a team b team c and tma was obviously like um like nature boy 
Then he had like a couple leaders up there. Then Team B was like, they was like handling different like officer things. And then Team C was just like, he cleaned up the house basically. So it was clean, Team C. It was like, we had to like, um, like refill water. We had to like clean up and things like that. And, and it was there, it was just like, like in my mind, like even my, like my family was just like, man, just cleaning up the place. Like, saying like, he wasn't feeling good about that. Then that day, that's when he came in. So they was like, yeah, like, they was telling everyone, like, Nature Boy's about to come in, right? So then when he came in, we Did just Did you guys saw- all have to get in the line? Yes. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean get in line? So Get in line. So, right, this is the door. Uh-huh. He coming in. Boom, 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 boom. He stopped hard as shit, too. Boom, 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 boom. And then you just see, you just see all the niggas just standing. <laughs> Like as he's walking in, like yeah, stand, like they already like knew. He, yeah, they are. They're standing straight, like on some military shit. Like they knew it was coming in, so they was Yo, already this, getting ready. Standing sky. Then I'm on this side, and then they had to stand like this. Everyone standing like this. One hand in the back, one hand in the back, one hand just like this. Good posture. Everyone standing like that. Boom. The women too. The women too. Everybody and him and his daughter came. I saw a video of this nature boy guy. He had like five women sitting down. I know what you're talking and about. And then he, he told the one in the middle to get up and slap the other one. He said, yo, what? slap her. And she did it, bro. What? <laughs> she really did it. Yo. Where? Can you send me that video? I'm going to find it and send it to you. Yeah. But this, this, this is, is kind of crazy, bro. Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. He said, yo, slap her. She just got up. She got up like this. Walked, walked over. <laughs> and it sat right back down. <laughs> and what did the woman who got slapped? What did she do? Just get slapped. She didn't say anything. No, she just got slapped. Bro, just, everyone there, <laughs> you don't, you can't question what he says when you're there. You, he, he basically like positioned himself in a way where everyone's dependent on him, so you can't really question him. It's his, is his, is his way. He's God. Do people get mm. beat? But you're God too. Yeah, Wait. but you're God too though. So. They did. Okay. Yeah, it was my God. So he was my God. It, I was the God. Logic? So he's your God, but your God at the same yeah, time. He's but he's your God. The God that message, the messenger of God to teach people that they're God, and then he's like the the higher self. That's what he said. He posts himself as the most high, the higher self. That so he's all the, the most high God, and you're just the smaller God. Basically, but he's the most high God sent by the most high God to teach to you that you're the smaller God. Basically. Okay. Yeah. All right. So now that's like, the logic. So now we all standing there, and him and his daughter. She's like two or three. She walked by, and he tells everyone, "Bow, bow for Eliana." To everyone, even myself. <laughs> he said, "He said that with pain." We bow. Mm-hmm. And then he just greets everybody, and then he greets um, me, my sister, and my mother personally. When I first saw him. I thought I was expecting like this like huge and he was just like a regular person, just like regular person. He was like kind of big, husky. And he just greeted us. Like he has this way of like positioning himself in like cancer energy where like you feel like this person cares for you. You feel like like your father. He carries that type of energy and he does it in a way where like he doesn't really give a fuck but he like puts on the energy like gives a fuck. So after that, um, we just um, we're all there, and people just talking and stuff like that. We were just talking, 
and I just remember the the men was like going over the, like their chart and their aspects and stuff like that. And fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. So basically, the next day they get all arrested. So day the two. next day, the day next, two, the, next, the very the next day, next day we went to sleep. One day was it a raid? The next day we was talking. The third day, everyone got arrested. Nature Boy and like ten other people. A lot of them got arrested. It was a raid. They didn't raid us. They okay. already got arrested outside of the Oh, they house. got arrested outside. Yeah, because Hawaii was in quarantine at the time, and they like mm. recorded themselves like being in the river and stuff. So oh. they got arrested. For being in the river. For being in the river, because it was COVID at the time. Okay. This was also the time where everyone felt like the world was going to end. So right. keep that in mind, too. Like Everyone thought the world was going to end. We thought the world was going to end. Mm-hmm. And this person positioned himself as the savior, the God at that time. What kind of so, restrictions were there in Hawaii at the time? You couldn't... You couldn't um, you couldn't even. It was like lockdown. It was lockdown. Police like patrolling. Yeah, like police was outside. Okay. You couldn't really. You couldn't go to the. Um, couldn't go to the store without a mask. You couldn't. Um, you couldn't like be in like the rivers and stuff like that. You couldn't do none of that. In the rivers. Yeah, none of that. So they went there and they put themselves online and then they found him and then they took him and um, they arrested him. Well, hmm. they didn't know he was God, right? They didn't know. I don't okay. know. Yeah. Obviously, because you wouldn't ask God. Yet. Obviously. <laughs> How long? So this was about twenty twenty one or twenty twenty. Like, I'm twenty one now, so I was there when I was seventeen Damn. or eighteen. I don't remember, but I was. That's not that long ago. It's like okay. three, four years ago. Okay. So it's still fresh. Mm-hmm. So can. I want, I want you to get to the, like, the meat of the story. Uh, so the meat of the story is they got arrested. Boom. Boom. Now, this is when shit get a little, little, little weird. This is when. They got arrested. <laughs> right. And they had to use a lot of the money that was in the pot to bail them out. So when they bailed him out, we didn't have that much money in the house. It was me, my sister, my mother, and um, this girl named Sheba and her daughter. So... Sheba, first of all, she was looking skinny as fuck. She was looking malnourished as shit. She was looking stressed out. Like, even before that, she was stressed. looking like, like she wasn't really eating properly. And when we was there, bro, we was eating, like, rice and, like, beans. It was this little portion. It was hungry. I just want to be hungry as fuck. I want my Air- sister be hungry. My Airbnb mother. be yeah. <laughs> taking all their money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So it was a lot of us, and we was not really eating. When they got arrested, and when um, when they had to put a lot of money towards bail, we didn't have much money, so we was really hungry. Like I remember me being hungry. That lady, she was looking stressed out, um, and that's when things started getting a little hectic. Hectic. So they basically told us throughout all of that that we all had to leave. Like me, my sister, my mother, we they, they said like, yeah, you guys got to go. We'll keep in contact with you. We'll try to link up later. So they bought us, took us to California. And my mother, she had, she she sent all the money to them, but she saved like a like a couple thousand dollars in her bank account. So we was able to get a hotel His in, mom? in California. My mom. Yeah, I mean, mom's, shout out to mom. Yeah, mom's a trooper. Trooper. So she had money saved. And she got us a hotel in um, California. So, so you guys, were, you guys were out. Yeah, we was out. Because there was like we knew they don't want us shit to be in all that shit. Yeah, but they never sent us back. We sent seven thousand dollars over there. Seven thousand. 
I'm, I'm invested in a docu series. Oh, yeah, right. I feel like there needs to be a docu series because everyone loves when a cult gets exposed mm-hmm. or some yeah. shit goes wrong. Have you ever seen Osho? You know Osho? You know yeah. that one? He's like, <laughs> at the end of it, you know Osho? He was like a spiritual leader from India. And he had a he had like a cult in like the Midwest, mm. and he had like a they had like a village there and everything. You talk about the people who kill all themselves? No, 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 no that's no, in no. Guyana. That's yeah. in Guyana. <laughs> no, no, he was in it was in America, and they yeah. they had a name for the village or whatever the town, and uh, they started to do shady stuff. Like they started mm. to like try to manipulate the elections. They would go to like the salad bars mm. in the buffets and they were putting in like some stuff in the salad bars and like poison or something to so people wouldn't vote. Mm. So they were starting to do some stuff like that. Anyways, the funniest part though mm. is at the end of it all, Osho is like, the, there was like a lady who was basically like Osho's assistant. Osho was the spiritual leader and uh, his assistant basically exposed him mm. and then he's on he's on uh, some show or something and he's like and he's like a spiritual leader you know and he's like usually very like put together but then you see him on uh, on air like crack and he's kind of like that bitch <laughs> <laughs> that bitch is crazy <laughs> it was just <laughs> can you imagine this guy has like a beard he's like very like spiritual looking and he's like that bitch was on pills you say he was on crack he was on something. He was getting mm. fed some stuff. Like he was, yeah. It was, but anyways, I'm yeah. invested. Mm. So keep going. Okay. So with this story, right? And I just want to say that it it really brings up a very interesting point. And the point being that spirituality is something that's very fragile, and it's very fragile because there's a thin line between what's actually spiritual and like religion. Like, when you think about religion, you think about mainly, like, Christianity or Islam or even sometimes Buddhism, Hinduism. All of those things are, like, institutions. But those things have, like, a foundation. You can go to a church. You can go to a mosque, whatever. There's, like, a foundation. Go to maybe a Buddhist temple, whatever. There's, like, a foundation for those things. Now, religion is interesting in the sense that it actually takes from real spiritual principles. Now, spirituality is different in the sense that spirituality is about reality. Spirituality is about principles, and spirituality is about fitting into nature. Spirituality is about fitting into the realities at hand and making sure that you are not an obstacle to that becoming of the reality. But religion is different because religion can be anything. Anything that can become a practice or anything that can be taken in place of spirituality is now religion. So we can kind of see that your situation is one of those interesting situations because whether you knew it or not, you were looking, you and your mother, your sister, you were looking for some kind of spiritual enlightenment. You were looking for a place or a way for you guys to grow and a place or a way for you guys to get back to nature, yeah. which you ended up didn't really doing. So essentially what you did was you fell into a trap of another religion so that's the danger of it like things can look spiritual but then be very religious and that's so dangerous because it's fragile and this is exactly why if you don't know where somebody's coming from if you don't know the master if you don't know the teacher if you don't know the traditions if you don't know the people of where something is coming from you're liable to fall into traps like this 
because essentially like this person just kind of like you know used everybody like he's yeah. literally living off of people he's telling you that we're trying to escape the system we're escaping the matrix we're fighting against babylon never bought land never bought land never grew food never created nothing sustainable thank you it's just about like just coming together and just basically like on some no elders no elders there was people older than him but they there was like but they're not the subordinates God. yeah they're, they're not, the not God. God and what are they standing on standing on him that's the principle is him He's which the proves principle. even again like God even that word can be taken like so far so far because how can it doesn't make sense like I'm God, he's God, he's God, but then this guy is supposed to be the bigger God, right? So the small gods are worshiping the bigger God, and then he's sent by an even bigger God to teach the smaller gods that they're gods. Like, isn't God an omnipotent being? Isn't God an all-knowing being, a, God, a being that can be in everywhere, all places, all at once? So then how, how does that make sense? Essentially, that was the, the whole trap of, like, the fall of everything too because became much so of an ego trip much so of just like becoming like you know just big headed and eventually that led to like a huge fall but so wait you were in California yeah so you now we're in hotel. California we in a hotel sent $7,000 $7,000 down we the whole teacher was just like like don't really be attached to anything like if anything happens everything's happening for you the universe is always working for you never against you so if you lose money is what it is you're gonna find that the energy was part is of his teaching yeah the, the teaching was like the energy energy always transforms and never dies so if money's a form of energy so you lose energy it's gonna come back in a different form which Again, it, it that's, did in that right there that's still you could obviously yeah. see the manipulation yeah it that. was definitely manipulation at the same time because that whole foundational because I was never in an unstable, like, very unstable place until after all of that happened. Like, we used to live in, we used to just live, like, a regular middle class life, you know? Like, this shit was calm. I was playing video. I wasn't much in, like, a state of, like, stagnation in my life. I would say that. But... Did you I, sell all your video games? I sold my Xbox One. Bro. That must have hurt, didn't it? Bro. It did, but I didn't care anymore. I was just so infatuated by the knowledge i'm just like fuck it like i'm trying to like you know what i'm saying i'm trying to activate my melanin so you just you were just seeking like yeah i was just very much seeking and that was mm -hmm. always my intention and which is why like sometimes i get i'm sometimes like like when i say my story up front like i'm like yeah i've been to nature boy and stuff but like what what was going through your mind did you see all this stuff when i was when at that time there wasn't much drama going there wasn't much shit going on it was just like Nah, bro. There's nah. always been drama going on. But we wasn't. We didn't see it. He's in Hawaii. He mm -hmm. was in Costa Rica before that, mm -hmm. and somewhere else. Many places in Costa Rica, and then other places all over the place. Yeah. He has so much internet beef. He had so much issues with law enforcement all over the world. I think he even had issues with law enforcement in the states, and that's yeah. why he actually went away, outside yeah. of the states. Yeah. Aqua and Aqua Ayol said she can't hear you very well, Ezekiel. So just make sure you're okay. So boom. Now, <clears throat> we're in California. Um, all the money is gone, basically. We only have like a couple thousand dollars. We get a hotel, and now we're trying to figure out what's the next plan. So we, our first mile, like, oh, yeah, we're going to go back. So we talked to him, and he's basically saying that um, only me and my sister could go back, not my mother. 
Mind you, I was not 18 yet, and my sister, she was 15. That's when shit got weird. That's when we were like... It's getting queer. That's when we were like, nah. We, that's, when, that's when we were just like, nah, we're not going back. So then we, we went guy. to Jersey. And this is where the whole... This is where everything started changing. This is when I wanted to start my own tribe. When we went to Jersey, we was there. My friend, well, my mother's friend, she let us stay there. And we was there for for like almost a year. Um, where where in Jersey were you? It was in Jersey City. Okay. So that's interesting because it's the place I came back from mm-hmm. my other journeys as well. But we came back to Jersey City, and as we're there, like we were still watching videos, watching um, the stuff that he put out watching it like i was the main one who was just like at that point i became very much obsessed with like the knowledge and it's to like just be on it every single day make videos study i was on that like so you were day. making videos now yeah I was not making not videos. for nature boy at this point at, at this, that point it was, it was just for me just for you but was i was using the knowledge that he used but i was just be retwisting it and respinning it basically basically were you just Religion on instagram again? or were you on tiktok too i was on instagram tiktok wasn't the thing it wasn't a thing yet okay yeah i was on instagram and yeah just straight instagram even if it's still up there like a lot of stuff i deleted some of the stuff but it's still there but at that point that's when i decided like we still want to go to the tropics this is when what year was it? Twenty twenty when they were saying that the um the world was gonna end? December twenty first, twenty twenty? Or so, was it twenty twenty two? So did you guys actually believe it was gonna end? And yes. that was the reason for all of this? Yes, and then that's when I cause I was very much like that became so real to me that I'm like, We gotta go. What do you think about that? And I've felt it was so real that I was able to convince everyone around me that it was real. Like I was a very influenceable person to my my sister she knew but she was already kind of on it my mother she was like if and out but i was just like it became so real to me i'm like yo we gotta go it don't matter and then my mother she ended up getting unemployment so she had um some money coming in after everything happened after we lost everything my mother she came across unemployment we was getting like 500 dollars a week and stuff like that no one was working because the knowledge was like don't work in on a five job it's taking away your souls it was like no one was working but i thought your mom was an entrepreneur she was she quit her business and everything she that's that was the whole thing she dropped Damn. the whole business and at that time too she was very very stressed out so that was another reason why she like really wanted to do it because she was very stressed out very very stressed out because she was working here she was the only one doing it by herself for a very long time and she was making a living but her fees to her she used to be stressed out to so see her just come home and just like lay down on the couch and just be very tired and be very irritated so i could see why this was like something that she wanted to do so in this is the time where we there was no nine to five job. i was just straight unemployment um it was just like crashing out of people's houses i mean crashing out of the guy house for that time and then this is when like i was on instagram and i had followers and i had met some people online and then i created a group chat and a group chat was first called it was called um tribe of light so i basically had my sister my mother they didn't join a group chat yet but i started a group chat with people i met online i started a group chat and then there was this me and this other guy named Junive Jami, and he was also he was on the like he was on some 
spiritual confusion shit as well. But we started it. We started it, and we was like kind of the leaders. Like I started, but he was like also a leader. But I was like the one who initiated everything, basically. And this was the time where it was like, like everyone was trying to find out what God it was in the past life. So wait, 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 wait. You were trying to find out what God you were in the, in past, the past life. life yeah. But I thought you're God now. Yeah. So what was the logic between behind trying to find what God you were in the past life? It was just like, I don't know. We were still God then, but we was like God back then. We were just trying to figure out who we was. Because that's when like, everyone was like so, into like Egyptian gods and like everyone wants to be Kemetic uh, at that time. You know, it's interesting. So we was meshing everything together. So like, it's kind of interesting because the ancestral father we know as Wisser, right? The most people know him as Osiris or Osar or whatever. Um... He's the God that even gave way to, to what we would call reincarnation. Because the history and the origins of cycles is coming from him. So again, this is what I mean by like religion and spirituality can be very different and spirituality can be like very fragile. Because somebody can take something like spiritual as that as the cycles of nature, the reincarnation of Wisser, the ancestral God or the ancestral father, and then take it and then apply it to and use it in a concept such as that. But then using it in that concept and then misleading people because it's coming away from the original sense or the original principle of what it is. And now you have a group of people who are taking it and making it into something new, but then making it seem as if it's original. So essentially like what you're saying is that, can you, do you see like that's all it was? Yeah. Like, this new age kind of movement or the way you were going about spirituality before you were trying to make things that don't belong to you or things that might be true in a natural sense but has been retwisted and then you're retwisting it yourself yeah. and is now trying to make it something new yeah and the main issue was just like we was our own masters it was like we master teachers we was our own masters there was no one that we had to abide by except nature nature doesn't really like nature has its own way of like doing things but nature doesn't like sit down and have a conversation with you i mean some so then how does the information come from nature it honestly just started coming from the mind like honestly like i really the way my mind was functioning back then i used to watch a lot of different videos and all those different videos i used to put them in my own way in my own mind and i used to understand it in a way that i wanted to understand and i'll speak about it now speak of and i'll speak about it and i'll claim it as my own energy isn't that like 99% of what's happening on oh, social yeah. media? Oh, yeah. that's And a lot of people won't admit Pretty that. Much. A lot of people won't admit that. But now, boom. So then we got the tribe of light. So, so this is now your tribe. Like, this is now my so this is group your, chat. This, this is my group like, chat. Like, beyond the group chat, though. After, so the group chat is how it started. Mm. And then you actually got these people to, like, move yes. into an actual space. Wait, wait, whoa, yes. whoa, 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 whoa. Don't skip ahead. I want to hear it from the horse's mouth. <laughs> the <Okay>. horse. <laughs> No, that's a saying, bro. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, basically, um, yeah, I started a group chat, and um, I was, like, we should be up all night, like, just talking, just, like, oh, we trying to figure out which God we was. Niggas was not sleeping. We was smoking a lot, too. It was just, like, yeah, like, what God are we trying to figure out? Like, we would, like, put pictures 
between people's heads and be like, oh my God, you look like Akhenaten or whatever. <laughs> and I and then me, I'm just like, I didn't I didn't actually know so who Osiris I... was, but I was not sleeping for days and days and days and days and days. And I started like getting delusional. Honestly. I started hallucinating stuff. I started like bugging out. I was not sleeping. And um I basically woke up one day, I'm just like, you know, I'm Osiris. And then um, <laughs> I was woke up, I'm like, you know what? I'm Osiris. I changed my name to Osiris, and that was it. And then I looked it With up, three and I was like, oh, no shit, sleep. Osiris is actually a god. Then I looked it up, and I was like, oh, I saw his green. Then I said, I, I saw a green birthmark on my back, and I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm Osiris. Then I was like, then that was my name. That was what it is. That's all it took, the green birthmark. Green birthmark, That's I'm all like, it yeah, took. I'm Osiris. <laughs> Tripping, bro. And then... And then, boom, so boom. I started to hallucinate, <laughs> and I wasn't was sleeping the weed? for days. Was it the weed? Were you on mushrooms, too? I was on mushrooms. I didn't take mushrooms back then, just weed. What'd you get your weed from? Um, the Rasta Man. He the used to Rasta. actually have organic. He used to have the seeded weed. That was when he was but I was not sleeping. That's probably my uncle. But I was not sleeping back then. I was I was up for days and I was smoking too, so I was hallucinating. <laughs> so it got to the point where is everything okay? It got to the point where don't worry, it's okay. Okay, this is where things get sensitive. Okay. All right. We okay. need like a. Right, I need to step back into the story like a little bit. All right, I'm gonna step music. back into the story a little bit. I didn't want to talk about this. But I'm gonna talk about it. I'm gonna talk about it. Um, Just keep the mic in a respect in a respectful in a respectful way. I'm gonna speak about what happened. Um, so after everyone got arrested and stuff like that, um, this girl named Velvet, she he's going there. <laughs> go there. Go there. Go ahead. I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna go there. So respectfully, um, <laughs> still still respect this person no matter all that shit happened. Still have respect for this person, but we gotta speak about it for my own growth. So now this girl Velvet, she was good. We going back to Hawaii. Now I'm back in Hawaii. Before, did you guys? Did you guys you started your cult in Hawaii? No, I started. Sorry, I yeah, didn't mean yeah, to confuse it. Ahead, I, no, ahead. I'm actually going backwards. Are you going backwards? Yeah. So remember, I said like I wasn't sleeping. I started a tribe and I was smoking. Osiris. I was hallucinated. So now I was seeing this girl Velvet in my mind. She was telling me certain things. Nature boy, she was telling. He was telling. They was both in my mind telling me certain things. And I was sleep. <laughs> I was like basically in a dream world and a real world at the same time. So now let's fa- let's backtrack back into Hawaii. So after everyone got arrested, Velvet, she was there. Okay. She she wasn't there the whole time, but she came. She was like she was there. She was she was that's when she was with Nature Boy, and she was trying to like get with, with Nature to, Boy, meaning like that's his wife. That was his wife at that time. Okay. So when she came, mind you, this girl, like when I first like started watching Nature Boy and stuff like that, this girl like I used to like really watch her. Like, I was really like I developed like a crush for this with this woman, and then I met her, and I was just like wow. Um, of course, I, of course, he was in nature world. Like I was just like very, just you know, talking this shit. But like I remember just like feeling like this, like this like strong attraction. I had to get up and move. I had to get up and go because I'm like, it's, it's not my wife. I had to go. And you, I was, you were, yeah, I was like, what, seventeen? She was like twenty two, twenty three something. And you were a virgin at the time, right? I was right? a virgin, okay. yes. Well, I remember we was talking. We was like talking about the knowledge and stuff like that mm-hmm. and stuff like that. It was just like. It, it's a girl I've been watching for like yeah. a very long time. You used I'm to beat after her. Yeah. No. 
Got him. <laughs> no. But yeah. So I met her and it was just the strong attraction that I felt and I had to get up and go to the bathroom. I was just like in the bathroom like, yo. Then I got up and then cool. So we end so we end up get she got ended up getting real close to my mother, my sister and my and and us. So we end up getting her number and things like that. So fast forward, now we're back in Jersey after all of that. So I had to backtrack because that's a very important part of the story. Okay. We back in New Jersey and like I said, I saw the tribe. Um, I was hallucinating. I wasn't going to sleep for days. I was smoking weed. So there was in my mind telling me certain things like, like she was in like, hallucinations. Yeah, in hallucinate. Like mm-hmm. not like seeing her here, but seeing her here, mm-hmm. and it felt very real to me. I thought I was having telepathic communication. She was like, "Yeah, like go here, go there." So I'll just get up and I'll just go. I'll just be up and I'll just walk for a very long time, and then I got lost. <laughs> So now when I got lost, where were you? When you I was in lost? Jersey City. Okay. I was just walking. I and she told me in my mind, leave your phone. This is my own mind. But she was like, leave your phone. Just walk. You go find me. I'm there. I'm outside. Just keep going. So I just, I was just, I was in a very like hallucinated, like very just like infatuated, fantastical part of my mind i was just like going outside walking trying but to you find her on mushrooms or no, lsd just or weed. It was i just did you. take no mushrooms no lsd no, no nothing before. but it was no sleep or, or no something? sleep yes okay okay yeah, yeah. It, like some people like i talked to other people they said like like you don't sleep for a certain amount of time but you start seeing shit because the dream mm-hmm. world and this world started to become merged so i was living in a different reality than everyone mm-hmm. else i was still dreaming but i was awake because mm-hmm. i did not sleep and my logic sure. was like i'm a spirit i'm energy i don't need sleep Okay. Is that part of the teaching? No, that was just me. That was just me. That's how Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, that that was that was. But Cyrus sleeps. He he dies and he reincarnates. Yeah, but so was, why wouldn't you sleep? Just let him continue. I was just like, <laughs> go sleep. Okay, so you got so, lost in Jersey. City. I got lost. I was walking around for a very long time for hours. I was. I didn't eat nothing. I was hungry. I I was starting to get skinny. I was just like, I just wanted my spirit to to elevate. I was like, you know, I'm not eating no food today. I'm gonna just go outside. This one was alkaline vegan, eating quinoa every day, chickpeas every day, fruits every day, smoothies, simas every day, every day, every day, every day. So that plus not sleeping plus weed, it was just like my mind was just in like la la land. So it got to a point where like inevitably I started to like kind of lose my mind. Like like I, I ended up going to a mental hospital. They ended up, um, I was walking around and they ended up finding me and they ended up taking me to a mental hospital and I was telling them, I was like, yeah, my name is Clear Water. Like, yeah, I'm not going to figure out who I am. You're never going to know who I am. I'm Clear Water. So they took me <laughs> to the mental hospital. I was there. Um, yeah, I was in the mental hospital. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And at the time, in my mind, I was saying like, yeah, like in my mind, I was like, yeah, Velva's my wife. I was telling like, I was telling people, I was like, yeah, she's my wife, and I'm seeing it in my mind, and that was, I was living so much here that, that I became a reality within my mind. So then, did you eat there? That eat? Oh, they're, at the they're, hospital. They're yeah. like they're trying to feed me non-organic food. I was actually saying that, yeah, but then I like, ended up like, eating don't it. Go, don't get. I was wild. Are you I fighting was, with them? I was fighting with them. <laughs> They had to they had to Restrain pin me down you? and um and put the needle in my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> they put the needle <laughs> They put the needle in my eyes. Yo, yeah. did they put you in a jacket? Nah, they Were you in one of jacket. those soft rooms? I wasn't in the I wasn't too deep into like okay, the crazy okay. house. Gotcha. I was in like first level too. First it was level. like it was like people run away from home and shit like that. It was those type of people was there. Damn. It wasn't like crazy, crazy, crazy people. They almost did take me to the crazy, crazy people. So then I'm there. 
and I I was still in contact with the tribe. I was still the tribe leader. I was still the crazy house, but people still like believed in me so much. I was like, oh yeah, he, he's just spiritual. Like they don't they don't understand him. They didn't take us to the crazy house. He's still he's still a god. So we, I was still the leader. I still contacted them. And the leader like of the group chat. The leader of the group chat. Yeah. He was making so, videos online, so he was like a. He was like an online persona. Yeah, yeah, basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Basically, basically. So then eventually I get out, and then um, then we started the moves. They actually, I I was like guided. It, they, it was like, we was in contact, so they all went to Florida to um, meet up with the other guy who was in Florida. So everyone met up. My mother, she picked up this guy. Um, he was younger. This one, check it. Yeah, he was younger. So he got picked up. He was younger than me. Keep it close. Yeah. Yeah. He got picked up. So. No, keep the mic close. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. The, he got the picked people up. want to hear you. Yeah. So he got picked up, right? And they all traveled to Florida. My mother, she had a, got a rental car and then everyone traveled. Um, before they traveled, actually, some people was already in Florida and then my mother and them, they waited on me and my sister and the, and the guy. So, it w- I had a girl at the time. Her name was Liz, and we we was like online, and that's when we developed a relationship. And she, she, she basically went to Florida before um, me, and she was in Florida with the guy Jami, and they was waiting on us. And now um, I got out the mental hospital, and we drive to um, Florida. So now when we get to Florida. Um, I was still, I was still very much like in a different reality. Um, it even got to the point where my mother told me like she was like, it was as if like you was possessed, like you was not you. At a certain point, you started my face started look different. Um, things I was doing, I was not remembering. Like I was like, it was to a point where like I would just be on like the bed and I'll just jump down, just throw myself on the floor, and I still don't even remember doing that. But she said that's what I was doing. And I was wow. just saying like crazy shit. Like I was just saying like, yeah, I'm Osiris, I'm God, I'm the God of the underworld. I was like, like I'm the God, I'm the devil, I'm everything. I was saying like, I was like niggas is um what reptilians. I was like, I was so much in a state where it's like I would look at someone for so long, then their face started morph, and then I was just like, and I was just like convicting. Like I was just like, get the. I was just like my voice got very very deep and dark, and I was just like trying to speak demons out of people. My mother, I was just like wilding out. Like I was wilding out. And this out. was like what you thought you were perceiving? Yeah, that's what I thought I was perceiving. How many people were in Florida with you guys? Only like six. Six. And so your mother me, was my there. girl, my mother, my sister, um, Jami, and and the other guy. And yeah. So, so was what was like the day, day-to-day like? The day-to-day. So when we got to Florida, um, oh, wait, the first day. Quick. In Florida, this is like the meet, the beginning of your your yeah the group. journey to the pro the yeah to the group yeah it was the beginning of the group the group first it was a group and then it eventually became a tribe but we called a tribe but it was not organized yet but we had leader it was just very unorganized just uh-huh. group of kids with my mother and my mother she was funding everything the Airbnb you know, the car and shout stuff out like to that. mom yo she held yeah, like, everything that's, down that's kind of crazy so yeah, how many like, well, at the at the height of this tribe how many people were there i would say about like 12 people 12 okay yeah. and you were the leader of these 12 people 
Yeah, eventually they had. That was when we was in Puerto Rico when it was like about twelve of us, and it was like we had a house. Then it was like different rooms everyone rented, and it was different families. Like it was uh-huh. some like relationships together. Like I don't. It was like almost like four relationships at one time. There was some people and like people had their kids. It was a lot of older people. I was the youngest person except my sister. And they had to get mm-hmm. to a point where they had to elect, like, we had to elect a leader. Because this went, this is farther into the story. Wait, did you make them stand in the line when you walked into a room? No, no. I wasn't doing none of that. <laughs> I wasn't doing none of that. No, no, no. no my whole idea of, like, starting a child was, like, I want to do things differently okay. than where I came from with Nature sure. Boy. So mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I want to I'm gonna, um, be more free, be more, you know. Let's just go out and do it. So now we're in Florida. It so almost sounds f- like the Greeks. Right, mm. it's like the time when the Greeks first came into like our ancestral lands in Kemet, right in Itere, and they got initiated, and they themselves learned like certain spiritual principles from our ancestors, and then our ancestors were like, "This is what it is," and so then they took it, and they were like, "Well, I'm coming from this place, and this is kind of like the perspective I have, and I don't want to necessarily go by that," so they took what they learned from our ancestors and they brought it back to their lands and then they started kicking it to other people in all these different kind of ways and then before we know it like whatever they learned here in our ancestral lands becomes something different whenever they go over to Greece and then from there they teach it to other people over there and then other people take it and then it becomes something completely different and then something completely different again and then before you know we have religion and then now it's almost like that same kind of concept. It's like things just keep getting more and more and more degenerated, which is, yeah. you know. So I'm just basically saying, you know, you're on some Greeky Greeky shit. I was even <laughs> even even the the source of what I was doing. That guy Nature, he was Greek shit too. Like uh-huh. a lot of stuff he was saying, you could go on different videos and hear someone saying the same exact thing, but he never admitted that though. Mm-hmm. But so now. Day to day on Florida, the first day we came, I was a I was a virgin. You didn't leave a virgin, did you? I did not leave a virgin <laughs> that day. In, in in the private room. But yeah. I ended up getting it in. But um Okay. Son. So the first day we, we started like it was like, you know, we're just gonna start fighting, like <laughs> just start, like we just started like slap boxing. Hey, like, this is when you got to Puerto Rico. Nah, this is in Florida. Sorry, okay. Puerto Rico's Florida. We're still Florida, in Florida, but we about to jump into Florida because this is a lot. Where in Florida were you? We was in um, I forgot. It wasn't a main. What is that place? I don't even remember. But it was a lot of um, there's a lot of um, Caucasian people. Caucasian. <laughs> okay. okay. Respectfully, yeah, it was. You were in Fort Lauderdale or something? No, nah, not Fort Lauderdale. Fort Lauderdale is a bunch of I Jamaicans. Forgot. True? I yeah. forgot. Orlando, maybe? Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah. Now we go fast forward. So everyone wants to go to Puerto Rico. And a lot of different people, actually it was seven people. A lot of different people. We had kicked them out. But wait, I'm, I'm still trying to get the day-to-day. So mm-hmm. what were you guys doing? Well, that starts when he gets to Puerto Rico. Oh, there was stuff happening in Florida too. Yeah, the day-to-day was just was anybody working no, or anything? Nobody was working. Everyone was just everyone getting smacked. Yeah, it was just getting high. It was just on the, it was on unemployment. It was, uh, everyone's it was on, getting okay. high. We would go to the beach. This go, was during we'll, COVID. Yeah, this was during COVID. But Florida this was, was great. Before December, the this was in were, like um, I don't mm-hmm. remember the exact month, but it was 
2022. I, yeah, no, yeah. not 2022. I, I don't remember. Time feel like. So you guys were just like a like kind of like a commune. Yeah, we were just coming together. We were just smoke. We would just eat. Like we would try to get all the healthy foods. We yeah. would bring their herbs, and we would just try to eat, smoke. We would like make music. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We would be outside. We go to the beach. Everyone's trying yeah. to like. This is when everyone thought I was getting powers. So mm-hmm. certain people were trying to just like, oh, you have a powers. Like I'm moving the wind. So this thing in Jami, he would like mm-hmm. walk around. And be like this, and be like, see, feel the wind moving. We'll go to the wa- the waves, and then he'll be like, this is with the waves, and then the waves that's coming in, he'll be like, see, I moved that. Damn, you guys all were, right, were right, good. So, all right, we're going to Puerto Rico. Hi. We're going to Puerto Rico. <laughs> so this is when um, this is when there was a lot of different people, like about like 12, 12 people. Um, eventually, they had to elect a leader, and they chose me as a leader, and I basically was the leader of the tribe. I would have... I'll have everyone. Um, first, I was the most disciplined person, which is why they had me as the leader. We would, um, we would go outside. We would get like fruits. We would uh, try to eat healthy. Was all vegan. Um, I was very strict on that. I was wake up at a certain time. I had a certain daily routine. Me and my girl, and basically, I, I have like yeah, like we make videos. Um, come up with ideas. Make videos. Um, we'll go outside. We'll do qigong. We'll work out. The men will do their thing. The women will do their thing. Boom, and then. Eventually, uh, we just can go to the juiciest, juiciest part. So, like I said, we've been waiting for the juiciest part. Uh, so now we go to the juiciest part. So now I'm with the. Wait, tribe. do we get back to Velvet? Yeah, point? that's where we're going. That's okay. where he's going. Yeah, that's okay. where going I was waiting to. for that. I was hoping. That's a, it's, a, okay. it's everything. Like it's so relevant. Like everything. What is this so much? So now we get to Velvet. I was live, she joined the live, and she was just like, it was me, my sister, my mother, she was just like, oh my God, you guys, you're glowing, oh my God, your energy's so pure, whoop de she was basically praising us on our live, and this is the first time she joined our live, and I was just, and that's, because that's when my head was high too, like, I had a lot of people supporting me, so my energy was just like, high, like, I was just like, I was lit, like, I was very lit. Lit? <laughs> In a without foundation, but I was like just energy. I was young. So then she texted me a couple of days later. She was just like, "I see a light within you. Like I see this energy within you." And then I started texting. Her. I started telling her, like like how I had attraction towards her. And that's when she told me like she wasn't with Nature Boy and stuff like that. And then I ended up going to New Orleans. I was trying to get my ID, and I went to New Orleans, and um, I went to go see her basically. And I was gonna take her to Puerto Rico. She was trying to get a um a restraining order on Nature Boy. She was trying to get a restraining order on Nature Boy, and I, I went there, so she she needed to go to Puerto Rico. I was like, cool, I'm in Puerto Rico, so you come back with me. So I went there, and basically, like, we was in, like, I look back at a lot of my messages, like, I was, like, I was really out of it. Like, I could really see how spiritual confusion could really, like, mess up your perception of reality. Like, mm-hmm. I was seeing a lot of wild things, but basically, she was also kind of on that, that same, like, wild and shit, so... So she was saying, we were saying, she was 24, I was like, what, 18, 19? So, I ended up going there. Um, yeah, it was in a relationship. Yeah. Oh. So, you were, hold on, you were in a relationship with, what's her name? Velvet. And this was essentially Nature Boy's wife. His ex-wife. His ex-wife. Yeah. Still his wife, because they have children together, right? Yeah, they have children. His child was there, too, as well. So... 
Can you break that down? How you can go to God's house and then end up sleeping with God's wife? <laughs> how do you How do you do that? I don't know. I I don't really. I don't really wear it that way. You do know? God it function that way? This is what I mean by some Greek. I had no principles. <laughs> I had no principles. I had no principles. I didn't really care because, like, the way I just felt, I was like, I had I desire for someone for this long. You think I'm about to just pass this up? I was with my girl. I left her for um, Velvet. Wow. I left my girl for Velvet. People warned me about her. I left her and then I uh, went to Velvet. And then, I ended, and then we ended up going to Puerto Rico. And then the first day we was there, everything was calm, cool. She's looking around like, oh, wow, I see I got destruction on the board. I got plans, daily plans, woo-dee-woo. And then the next day, she ended up leaving me for another guy who was in the tribe. The next day? <laughs> the next day. She told me, she came, she pulled me to the side, sat down. She was like, yeah, like, she's too toxic, it's too unstable. Um, I'm not really invested in it no more. And it's just like a whole flip because, like, a couple of days ago, she was just, like, infatuated. Like, we was infatuated. Or that's what she was showing me. She was very infatuated with me. Stuff like that. But then she started to see my immaturities come out as well. I was still young. She was 24. I was 19. She started to see, like, she started to see I was, like, a youngin. And she just, like, kept that in her mind. But she didn't really show it until, like, the last minute. But she always saw, like, yeah, this guy is, like, young, wildin, and wildin. So, so then, yeah. So, you know, <coughs> the thing is, this, this, is, this is a woman who... Obviously, as we've been saying this whole time, whenever you have people who are trying to find something real, right? People who are trying to find like spirituality, oftentimes what's missing is the fact that spirituality really is just family. Like the basis of it is family, right? So you essentially found yourself with a, a lady who is away from even like her family one she already ran away from a very young yep. age very young age to be with some guy who was older than her right because she was very young when she was with him had children with this guy so you can see already there's maybe some kind of like lack of stability mm -hmm. in terms of family and then now she finds herself with you with his child as by the way right so again like a family so, the reason why I'm bringing up family and I'm trying to ask this question is, now, when you were with this lady, did that thought come to your mind at all? Did you think about family? Like, did you think about it like, oh, wow, she's like another man's wife. She's started a family with somebody else. She has a daughter and she's here with me now. Like, what, what did you think was the repercussions of that? Because you were speaking a lot of spiritual knowledge, but were you actually thinking about things like that practically spiritually because spiritually you know what it means to sleep with another man's wife mm. Mm. yeah and honestly like all that went out the window when um like i thought about like yeah oh she she's not with him no more so i didn't really care and in a sense too we started like like i was assisting her and like taking him down like she wanted to get a restraining order and I was, like, there to, like, help her. Because I felt bad for her. Like, Damn. I used to see, like, that's when we started looking to other stuff. Like, she used to get beat by him. Um, he used to beat her. And then I used to feel real bad. And I used to, like, try to, like, I remember, like, when I was bugging out. So I was like, I was like yeah, I'm going to go save Velvet. 
I, this was when I was in Jersey when I was asleep. And so I was like, yeah, I'm going to go save Velvet. And then all that shit happened. And um, I just I just felt really bad for her. So I was just like, you know, help her do what she got to do. But the principle of like sleeping with another man's wife, I didn't really think about it in that way. I was just like, yeah, she's no longer with him right now. And I was just like, I, I want to fulfill that desire so bad. It didn't matter what what I was doing. So that's what happened with that, you know. But even now I think about it, like it was a it was a wrong thing. Her child, his child was there. And then this is where it gets very, the most juiciest part. This is the juicy. We haven't even gotten there yet. It's too much juice. It's too much juice, guys. It's too much juice. Let's let's like I'm crush sorry. the juice. Let's get to it. Yeah, uh, get let's, to get let's to the main squeeze. squeeze the orange juice now. So she's there. His son is her. His daughter's there with me. That's when we ended up. That's when she broke up with me the next day. This guy named Maya in the tribe. He was with our tribe, but he was kind of like distant. But he was in it. But he was living there. He was kind of feeding off the like what we was doing and stuff like that. He was there, and then he he called Nature Boy and told because he was close with Nature Boy. That's when we was fucking with Nature Boy at that time. But someone in the tribe was fucking with Nature Boy, <laughs> and then they he's what up. we call a snitch. Yeah, he was a snitch. He was a op. He called he called Nature op. Boy and told him where he where we was, and then Nature Boy his, and his wives pulled up on us. His wives. His wives, yeah. Yeah, like what, three, four wives. They was all in the car. And then first they came to the door. They was like, hey, guys. um, They was like, open the door. Let, her, let us in. Nation boy, he's looking for his. I don't know what. I th- yeah, he said, like, he's looking for his, um, his, his child. You guys were there. You know us. You know us. Let us in. Let us in. Then Nature Boy, he ends up coming. Before they all come came, though. Like, someone had saw his girl named Dea. She saw Nature Boy. She was like, oh, shit, it's Nature Boy. It was like, what? It went right in the house. Locked the door. And I'm like, yo, everyone calm. Everyone started bugging out, bugging out, bugging out. I'm like, yo, everyone calm down, calm down, calm down. Close the door. <laughs> Close the window. Lock the door. You're so, so charismatic. <laughs> I can see you as a cult leader. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> So calm down, calm down. You guys just down. like hit the thing, hit the thing. You were like mad high, like yeah. <laughs> I think we was high. We was high almost every day, so mm. everything was a movie. <laughs> so then we locked the door, and he basically put his hand through the like we had like these window shields. We was in Puerto Rico, and he put his hand through it. And he tried to like unlock the door, but he couldn't reach it. And then, and then I started recording. Because Velvet, she was like, record, record, record. Make sure y'all record. So now I started recording. And then you just see, there's, a, there's videos online. So you, people who who probably seen me online have seen these things. Yeah, I've probably already seen it. It's your boy, he opened the door, tried to come in. He's like, hey. He's yo, where's my daughter, bro? He's like, yo, Zay. Because he know me. Because I was there. He's like, yo, Zay. Yo, bro. Yo, some G-Show, some black man. some black man. Yo, let me see my daughter, bro. Let me see my daughter. I'm like, yo, bro. She nodded my hands because Velvet was, she was telling us like don't let him in, don't let him in, don't let him in. So we just like kind of like at that point we just like following like Velvet's commands, and then um, he kept trying to come in. And Velvet she ended up calling the police. Um, they was telling me to call the police, but I was like I don't I'm not a police calling person. That's not something that I like grew up on. I was not gonna call the police. So they ended up calling the police, and then he ended up getting arrested there again, and they took him in. 
Then he went live, was talking about the situation and stuff like that. But all that's a lot. But that's the very juiciest thing of the story. So I want to, I kind of want to jump, jump, jump forward. Yeah, let's jump. Now, all of what you went through was the story is like crazy. Like, no, no hands down. It's crazy, right? But even to talk about spirituality, because essentially it's supposed to be your spiritual journey, right? This was supposed to be like the point or the periods that led up to you actually finding yourself back to your ancestral culture right or your ancestors now at some point you ended up disbanding your tribe which is just your cult let's just be real (laughs) and you found yourself somehow on the continent of africa and on the continent of africa once you found yourself there i believe you went to tanzania tanzania and in going to tanzania you ended up in what was it I was in I was in Tanzania. I went to Uganda to meet with my family. Then I went back to Tanzania and I went to the village. Okay, so you spent some time in a traditional village. Yeah. And I know, tradi- when you people go to Africa, most of the time, what we call Merita, um, people tend to do the touristy thing. Some people go on tours to like see like old slave castles. Some people just go to beaches. Some people are going to the Congo. So, you know, people are doing things, like the fun things. But you actually took the time to live in, like, a village for some time, right? And with all your previous experiences of you being a cult leader and you, like, basically going through spiritual confusion and just finding yourself as, like, a paperback in the world of spiritual nonsense and spiritual vomit, what was that experience like actually living in the village? So now this is where this ties into this whole, what you see we're standing on, um, the comedic culture, all of that. So while I'm in Africa, I'm in Tanzania, being in a village, this was after I went to see my family, Uganda. We ended up arguing and a whole bunch of stuff. Um, it got crazy. Um, so basically we went to the village because the guy that um the guy that who was escorting us to Uganda, he had he had escorted me and it was another girl I was with at the time. Um You're just knocking him down. Oh, it was only in four relationships in my life. That's more than all. some. <laughs> so yeah. We went to Uganda and then the guy who his name was Freddie. He was a very, I didn't know he was, he was like spiritual on that level, but he never showed himself. Never. Most ever. people who know never really do. Never. Truly spiritual people don't know, don't never show themselves. Known. So then we get to Uganda and my sister, she's with this guy. Um, I ain't gonna say his name because he's still my brother-in-law technically right now. Mm-hmm. Still have that respect for him. But she, he basically was telling him like, Cause that guy, he also like presented himself like in Africa. There's a lot of spirits that that's move. That's a lot. Of, like is accessing like certain entities and spirits. It's very easy to do it. So this guy, he basically had access to like a lot of different things, and he would like he would just sit there, just like say certain things. It was just a lot. Or, I, 
it was just a lot. Like, in other words, that's when you noticed the spiritual shit got real. That's when I started to see spiritual shit for real. So then the guy who was with us, he didn't know that um, this guy, Puma, oh, fuck, I said He didn't know his guy, the guy, like, had certain things with him, but he said, like, yeah, he just looked at him one day, it was just like, you're not doing good with the with the power that you have. You're not doing good. You need to go back to your family. You need to go to Tanzania and do spiritual work. Cause his his father was also a priest. The guy that I'm talking about, the the guy that my sister is currently um, with, but who's still in Africa, his father's a priest. So Freddie, he knows that. I mean, they talk before. They know that he's from Tanzania. Freddie's from Tanzania. So Freddie was gonna take him to Tanzania, and then to do spiritual work basically so now this is when we all broke we all argued and then now we on the way to um tanzania so it was only me we all tried to go but they ended up going back my mother my sister and the guy so it was only me my girl at the time and freddie so we went to the village to do spiritual work basically and his uncle freddie's uncle was a priest so we went into the village and as we was going to it took a very long time to get to the village to get to any different country it took long time days to get to the village like from train to train to bus took a very long time so now we in tanzania tabora town we get to the village um they drop us off in the village first it's nighttime and then we wake up the next day we meet everybody you just see a lot of different traditional people like we're in a bush like we're in the middle of nowhere to get to town it takes like an hour to get to the small town that's in like this it's like a huge desert almost. And we get to a small town, we get only a little bit of groceries. You don't get access to like Wi-Fi and things like that. You have to go even farther, which takes like almost two to three hours to get to the main, main town. So where we're really in the village. So we get there, they're feeding us fufu. They're feeding us um, um, good stuff. Good stuff, yes, fufu, beans, um, mangoes, stuff that literally they grown from that farmland. Their whole life is sustaining the farm to feed their family. So they will just feed which us is, that every day. Which is different from your experience with Nature Boy and even your experience yes. running your own cult. Yes. And that's when mm -hmm. I started to see things get real because I'm like, oh, mm -hmm. wow. Like the woman, they'll come, they'll bring the waters on their head. Mm -hmm. The men, they'll be out working and stuff like that. So Freddie, he was already African man. So he will have me go out because I was having money coming through an online source through like trading and stuff like that. It was coming in every week. So... I was the one who had that money, and him and his family was also there. His wife, they ended up coming. So we would take long trips to go to um to get food every mm -hmm. like almost every day in a hot 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 sun, two three hours sometimes. We out in the in the morning, we get back home at nighttime, so tired at sometimes. But that's when I started to like really get into that principle of like like. I he was almost like a father figure to me. Like I started to step a little bit into my manhood in that time, because I had to provide for my family. Like literally, the the, the survival of like everyone around me depended on like us, because we had to get Wi-Fi sometimes. We had to because we had to buy Wi-Fi. But like I said, the whole community they would feed all of us. They would get food from the farms. They would um bring it for us. Um, the you see the men, they were little boys, like almost like twelve. They'll be running cattle. They'll be on the, the um, the what's that thing, wagon. Freaking just keeping the cattle like going, and they would like all. It's like a whole team unit. And then there's the priest. 
now the priest he's the owner he's the owner of the 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 land and then you have the men they'll go even the young boys they'll cook fire they'll have the fires lit they'll make food and the woman they'll cook in the um like this little kitchen area did you get to make any fires I try. I kind of helped, but I I didn't. I, you, you. I still don't know how to make a fire. <laughs> My girl knew how to make a fire. <laughs> you just put a stick. I just put the stick. <laughs> okay. I know how to make a fire. Unfortunately, but eventually, we we um got to meet the uncle, and he was the priest. Mm-hmm. So now the priest um he basically is very spiritual, and he had he had his way of doing readings. We say and priest, we mean like shaman, right? I don't know what a that's shaman what, is. That's what people in the modern sense would recognize it as, like a shaman. Oh, well, shaman, yeah. So he basically, he would do readings for like a lot of different people in the village. And even like the village outside of our small community, people come to him to get readings. So he would do readings with like shells. You'll see cowrie shells, you'll see different shells, you'll see different things. He would shake it up, flip it over, and then he would say certain things, mm-hmm. and he would open it up, and then he would see certain things, and then he would tell the person, um, first you give you give a dollar, you spit out a dollar, like it's like, it's like yeah, literally like one dollar in um, American money. You spit on a dollar, then you give it to him, then he puts it down, he starts speaking to it, he starts speaking to the beads, and he would shake things up and he would put it down, so. The guy that I was with, Freddie, he never told the uncle, like, anything about what was going on, mm-hmm. like, in our family and stuff. Because we was also with Freddie. The uncle, you can't really reach him through the phone. But Freddie, like, he that's his family. So they already, he could just go whenever. So now we're at the uncle. We're in this, like, this hut. And he, and then we finally get in. And we, Freddie tells him like, yeah, like they want to get spiritual work and um, they want to get reading. So then he he does his thing. We give him the money, and he basically says that first there's a man within the family that is trying to um, break up the family, and this was after all that things happened with um, in Uganda. This is when we split apart and all that stuff. And he said like, there's a lot of family issues going on in your family. Like, you feel it heavily. So then he had to recommend us, like, um, he had to do works for us. And first it started off with spiritual baths. Like they'll get a lot of different herbs, mm-hmm. and they'll give it to us in a calabash, a huge calabash. Mm-hmm. And we'll go into the um, bush and we'll wash ourselves every single day, every single day. And you have to leave the herbs on you, and you have to let it dry off. You don't dry off your skin, you let it just sit on you. Mm-hmm. And you let the sun dry it off. And we'll do this every day. And then at nighttime, he'll have herbs in the pot. Border herbs, border herbs. And then they'll have us, like, with a blanket and cover over us. Like, essentially to, like, wash off negativity. So we sweat it all out. We sweat it out. We sweat it out. We sweat it out. And um, he ended up doing different things. And Freddie told us that the things that he did, he actually saw them in a dream. And then he... He directed us to do the things. So then after, like on the last couple of days, we got protection. And the protection required us, he had to get a blade and cut our skin. And you will see other people come do it, like other people in the village. You'll see them getting our work done. And then they was just preparing us like, yeah, you guys are going to be next. And then we will get the cuts. I got cuts. 
Then he had a paste with herbs. And you put it in, in the cuts. Mm-hmm. It burned, but not that much. Mm-hmm. So that was for protection. And he also told us that that when we go back to the States, we're going to come with, like, me, the, the ways for getting finances are going to be open. When I first came to America, like, this was the most amount of money that I made in one time by myself like i worked and i got i i had jobs i never worked a job before until when i first came back when so jersey city this is my first job before before you get there right this so is your first job yes by the way we're about to come to the point where ezekiel and i meet dum 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 that's funny right yeah but before we get there right now the reason why I really wanted you to come and tell your story was because you're the perfect example of somebody who's actually been through the mud. Mm-hmm. Like, you've been through the dirt. Because when we talk about spirituality, like, spirituality has become this thing where it's like anything goes. Anyone can make anything up. Anyone can just create a group. Anyone can just create their own kind of philosophy. And it's not really coming from anywhere. Now, you can clearly see that you thought you had arrived. You even, th- you even called yourself a god. You even called yourself an ancestral father, which is crazy. Osiris. Right? But you came from a place of just destruction and chaos and mental illness, all this kind of stuff. And now find, you was going all over the world. You was going everywhere trying to find yourself, trying to be the boss, trying to be the guy. But finally... You ended up going back to the place you probably never thought you'd go back to. Yeah, never thought I would be back here. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah. You never, I never thought, thought you'd I'd go be to back Africa, here. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then it's going to that place and doing the things that stand on actual principles, like what your ancestors were actually doing before colonialism, before all of this new age, before religion, before all of these things out there. And you can clearly see the difference. Like you just said it. You Before, when you were out there, you guys weren't growing your own food, but now you go to Merita, you see actual traditions, you see real spirituality for what it is, and you see people growing food. You see people going to go fetch food. You see people walking and going through the hot, hot sun to go get water. You see those kind of things, and you see how those things breed value in people. But when you were out there just doing what you were doing, getting Airbnbs, what value did you have in that? Nothing, honestly. Like it didn't feel like like I had any substance to me until like that experience. I feel like I started to like I had to really like that's when life started to hit me. I also got very sick in Africa. I had got malaria. I got sick and almost died. And that's another reason why I had this fear. <laughs> but with this, like me being here. Like, when I first came to the temple, I met Ipsuhuti first. He told me about it. Wait, 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 wait. Let's get there. All right, let's get there. <laughs> Ezekiel was working at Plant Base. Yeah, first job. In uh, in New Jersey. And yep. this is right after he came from Africa, right? right? after I came right from after. Africa. Yeah, I didn't straight. know this. Yeah. I've, I've learned so much about you today. <laughs> but, you know, I think it's, it's, it's really interesting even that you and I are on the podcast together today because I had no idea this was going to happen. So, I was, I'm surprised. Uh, but... We were at Plant Base. The Earth Center was uh, vending at Plant Base. And I was standing behind the table. And Ezekiel was one of the chefs there. 
And he kind of, you know, perused on over and, you know, started asking me questions and we were talking about stuff. But um, through the dialogue that we had, he ended up becoming an initiate. So it's really interesting that where his story comes from. And now, because I've been thinking about it now and I wanted to ask you, Ezekiel, like what about the Earth Center was different for you? The difference is that there was actually things that I saw being done here. Like, for example, you have the cuts on your head. I've seen that be done in Africa. You guys did the spiritual baths. I've seen that be done in Africa. Um, just yeah. the community and stuff like that. Like, mm -hmm. people talk about um, hieroglyphs in Africa. People talk about... They know certain things. They Oh, another thing. They told us about the upside down map in Africa. Mm. So when I came here mm -hmm. and I'm seeing these things, I'm like, this is rooted in, I, I just saw, I literally just saw these things. Right here. Mm -hmm. I literally just saw them. So that's when I was like, yo, this is real. I, I know it's not made up because mm -hmm. I literally just went there and I saw it be done. Mm -hmm. I guess more than anything, what I'm, what I was hoping for was um, <clears throat> like, what do you notice particularly about the way that the earth center is structured? And even the earth center is like a business entity in itself. Has really it has to be for, you know, logistical reasons, but really the earth center is an extension of the traditions back home. Mm -hmm. So really, how do you see that structure compared to the way that we have uh, um, kind of created this salad bowl approach to this new age, whatever you want to call hodgepodge that you were a part of. So what the big difference that I saw, and one of the things I actually like saw that I really want to like go forward is like how long this has been going on for that's the main difference. Like New Age spirituality, someone just wake up one day and just start saying a whole bunch of things. But this has been something for a very long time. Even the the Earth Center itself, like, has been something. How, how long has the Earth Center, like, in Manu, in in America, mm -hmm. over twenty years? Over twenty years, it's mid nineties. Mm -hmm. It's mid nineties. So I seen like the longevity. So I knew it had to have some type of sub substance. So if people were still going for this amount of time and it's still standing that's how i knew it was something that was real and based on the structure like it's very organized here like, everything is very very organized it's very militant to a way where things can last for a long time but we don't make you stand in a line but yeah right that don't, don't that don't happen <laughs> no sorry guys <laughs> this is this is not this is not like that but i just saw like it had it has substance to it, it has weight to it it's something that i saw in real life and that's what really like sparked me to like really go yeah. myself because i seen it myself and i just came from africa so i was like oh you guys are telling me about african like spirituality and class and stuff oh yeah i'm interested i just came from africa cool mm -hmm. but that's the main thing yeah but what is it about the structure in particular that the master the 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 master teacher here is in a bloodline and that bloodline Nebnaba Lemusa the Nebnaba Lemusa the Mona Big. More Nebnaba Lemusa more than a big. 
them naba le musa they're more than a big it's keep going just so, keep going yeah <laughs> yeah he's in a bloodline and he the main thing that that i always remember is like this man has went to like over like a hundred different countries in africa and as different spiritual masters like he wasn't the source of like he's not just woke up one day and just like yeah i'm a spiritual master he went to many different countries and asked permission from different um elders within the temples in africa that held the comedic culture for a very long time and he asked these different people like basically went to the feet of the master and asked for permission to bring it to back to the west because we didn't have this type of knowledge mm-hmm. and he learned different languages to be able to convey it to us and he brought it back to the back to the west so it's not something like you will see like i'm starting to notice this pattern like things that like start off with like you yourself like you just wake up one day you just try to be like innovative and creative them shits don't really last that long this has been something that has been for a very long time. Comedic culture has been for over thousands of thousands of years, mm-hmm. and it has been passed down through bloodlines, through temples, and now is um, brought to us by a master who's now came to the West to teach us. So that's the main big difference is that, and this is something I learned here is that any teacher who's their ma- ask that person who's their master what's their bloodline where mm-hmm. did they learn that information from and that's not something that i didn't consciously know it was not something that mattered to me but now i see like how much substance come in with substance comes in information that has stemmed from people before you i, I probably said that in a confusing way but no, you get what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah for sure i mean at the end of the day, the most important thing is that this knowledge didn't come from us. Mm-hmm. But it also didn't come from, like, thin air either, mm-hmm. you know? It came for it, it was carried from a bloodline. It's not something um, that you read in a book, necessarily. Yes, we have the Philosophy Podium. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Philosophy Podium, third edition. But at the end of the day, like, it's an oral history. It's an oral tradition. Mm-hmm. You know, the things that you're, you know, <clears throat> if you end up teaching this knowledge, you're really teaching from from a tradition that's passed on from generation to generation. If you go to the village, you can see that tradition being passed on under a tree where the elders speak to the children. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So... And that's exactly why I wanted you here, because even like Mary Cara said, it's almost like you got cleaned. And because you got cleaned in the continent, in Merita, in traditional society, is what even gave you the ability to be able to find something to continue to clean yourself. It's what gave you the ability to find your way back to your ancestors. Because when we're out there searching for something, like the problem is this, society, Babylon, has taken away our identity. Babylon society has taken away our culture. Because we lost our culture, we lost our identity. But what people are looking for when they're going out there joining these so-called cults or joining all these organizations of people who are just making up their own thing, coming up with things out of thin air, what they're really looking for is themselves. And to find yourselves, you have to find your ancestors. And your entire journey was about you finding your ancestors. And that's why you're here today. 
learning to reclaim your culture, learning to reclaim yourself, because it's about reclaiming and understanding the blood that flows through your veins and understanding the principles that bind you to nature and the realities and the principalities of existence. And that's what it's really about. So no, spirituality is not some made up habla hubla. Spirituality is not about what you feel. Spirituality is not about how intelligent you can sound. Spirituality is about reality. And spirituality yes. is about family. And that's what this is. Everything that you see, especially coming like the calendar, that's not coming from somebody's imagination. This is a reality. Nature moves. The planets move. There's rhythms and there's cycles. And that's all this is. And my brother here, he was on a certain rhythm. He was living through a certain kind of cycle. And he went, got himself cleaned, and now he's living on a different rhythm. I think they call that vibrations in this new age sense, right? But that's not what we're here for. We're here to be real, and we're here to actually live, and we're here to actually uphold something and stand on a real culture. Facts. Had oh. to do that. Thank you. I appreciate you. This is the one time you can reach over. The one time. Facts. So with that being said, <laughs> my hand might get cut. We're gonna get straight into rapid fire. Let's go. Ujai. I'm behind the camera. Ujay. Um, so, first up, we got Israel. Uh, Israel has shut down all foreign news network coverage of what's going on in Gaza. So, right now, they pretty much have, like, full autonomy over the story of what's going on in Israel. Well, that's interesting because from my understanding, don't the zionists actually own all of the media companies or media outlets so essentially they already had control of the situation from day one like all the news networks are owned by zionists am i wrong Ibtuti? racist it's but not racist the 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 main one that they targeted was al jazeera because uh -huh. it's like uh qatar that's the person that founded al jazeera is from qatar and that's the place where I believe um, they have some kind of Palestinian connection. Yeah, the something. thing is, the thing is about Jews. I'm a Jew, so I preface this. I preface this by saying that, and say that all the only people that can talk shit about Jews is are Jews. So if you really want the the lowdown on a Jew, you ask a Jew. So yeah, we own everything. I mean, that's just how it, how it goes. And that's the thing about power, is anything that stands in the way of power, anybody trying to talk shit mm -hmm. or whatever, that power is always met with a force. Mm -hmm. So when you, have, when you have somebody that's trying to like speak against you or say that, oh, you know, you guys control this, you do that, they will stifle you. They will, they will make sure you don't go very far, mm. right? So. The situation in Palestine is, is really interesting because you have a group of people, you have the Jewish people, you have a group of people that were once oppressed mm -hmm. throughout history, you know, they were oppressed, Spanish Inquisition, uh, they, they would say they were oppressed in Egypt, that's highly debatable, debatable, um, you know, they were, there's the Holocaust, all of those things, and then they were given the state of Israel after the Holocaust, um, it was kind of like More the like war. Right, it was kind of the world's way of saying, like, you know, we're sorry, or something like that, you know. Mm. Um, but um, 
so they got the state of Israel, and, and now what you see is that the oppressor, or the oppressed has become the oppressor. Mm. So the, the Jews were once oppressed, and now they've become the oppressor. And the Palestinian people, now there are four generations of Palestinians that have grown up in this oppression. Mm. So it's like kind of like a piranha. If you have a piranha, and that piranha is in fresh water, that piranha won't be crazy, won't attack you, you know? Mm. But once you start to get rid of that water slowly and take it away, and then suddenly that piranha is in a puddle, barely breathing, that piranha becomes vicious. Mm. And that's what we know about piranhas, right? They're like vicious, they'll attack you, like don't put your hand in like a <laughs> you know, the thing of piranhas. but that's what happens to people ultimately mm. so what we what we see is people that have basically been uh stripped of all of their resources of all of their dignity of all of their humanity and then they act out they kill people they behead children none of those things that we think is okay none of that is okay mm -hmm. but those things are happening and in return, what you have in the news is that these people, and only these people, no other group of people in the world are terrorists. That these people are terrorists, they're committing acts of terror. Not, how did this happen? How did we get here? Like, how did, why is it that people go to the furthest extent uh, violently, 